Welcome to Open Source Sustainability. I'm Alex Laster, CEO of Green Places. On this show, I talk with sustainability leaders to learn how companies are adapting their business models to be in line with sustainability goals. We believe sustainability has to be open source to be successful. And these leaders have offered us a glimpse inside their strategies in the hopes that we can all move forward together. We are fascinated by some of the unique challenges these sustainability leaders face and are excited to dive deeper. In this episode, I'm talking with Neil Booker, Senior Manager of Inclusion and Diversity at Yext, a tech company making waves in the world of digital knowledge management. When we think about sustainability, we tend to think about reducing our use of physical products, but even tech companies can contribute to the sustainability movement. In this episode, we'll explore the innovative initiatives Yext has undertaken to minimize their environmental footprint and drive positive change within their industry. From reducing energy consumption to implementing sustainable practices in their operations, we'll uncover the various ways Yext is making a difference. Neil, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Very, very excited to have you on the podcast. Um, We've been following what you've been doing at Yext for over a year and very excited to talk further on what Yext is thinking about in terms of sustainability. So maybe we kind of get started quickly and talk a little bit to me about what is Yext and how does sustainability fit into the, the mission here? I'm so happy you asked what Yext does. It's interesting because <clears throat> I was talking with a number of our engineers and our CEO last week, and we were joking and asking how many minutes or seconds does it take for someone to define what Yext does? And, you know, so that's the running joke. And I think it's important in this context to really understand what we do before we really get get into our sustainability and what we do therein. So long and short of it is Yext Collection organizes content into a knowledge graph and then leverages a complementary set of products, including listings, pages, reviews, and search to deliver relevant, actionable answers wherever customers, employees, and partners look for information. And we've been doing this for over 15 years and companies worldwide have utilized our platform to create seamless content-driven experiences for their customers. That's great. So ultimately what you do is you're centralizing really important data for businesses and making it easy for them to publish and share that with everywhere that people look for things, Um, which is pretty incredible as you think about it, uh, especially over the last 15 years is, you know, what the internet looked like uh, and kind of what what publishing to every network looks like today. That's a considerable difference in terms of the breadth of places that you need to touch. Absolutely. Feels like eons ago, doesn't it? It does. It does. I was talking to somebody on a previous podcast, but when I was in second grade, I was in charge of recording the school video on how to connect to the internet. So there's a video somewhere of second grade (laughs) Alex um, actually unplugging a phone, plugging it into uh, the Ethernet, um, hearing that great like AOL talking noises um, and waiting like 15 minutes for it to connect just to show people when you come to the library, you can get on the Internet and maybe go to the Encyclopedia Britannica or whatever people did back then. Uh, and then years later, you know, here we are. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty fascinating. I can't, I can't wait to see you know, what Yext kind of becomes in the next 10 or 15 years. So tell me a little bit about what sustainability means. Why is Yext thinking about sustainability and in the first place? Why is this something that you're doing? And, and, and maybe talk to us a little bit about what sustainability means at Yext. Sure thing. So we're committed to building a great company in the long run by providing an equitable environment for our customers, employees, clients, and shareholders. And environmental stewardship, social responsibility, and corporate governance are 
going to have to be embedded in all of our practices, right? We're striving to become a better leader and to create a better sustainable future, quite honestly. Uh, we're hoping to develop and ensure that Yext operates in an environmentally responsible manner. And it's a focus for a number of reasons. One, because it's important to our employees. So it's been something that's been identified in our annual employee engagement survey where we pose a question about sustainability. And it's been identified as a key area of importance. And so we prioritize that because we know that it's important to our employees and thus it's important to the overall business operation. Secondly, it's important to our existing and potential customers. We've seen a significant increase in the amount of requests to complete assessments, questionnaires, certifications, surveys, you name it. And prior to moving forward with any of the contracts or renewals or RFPs, companies are now requesting this type of information. So no longer is it a nice to have or this company signifies in this particular way. This is now imperative to do business moving forward. So for those reasons, it's been something that's been a key focus for us moving forward. That's that's great. It's 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 exciting to hear that because I know when you know when we started working with Yext, it was something that obviously, like you said, it was kind of a homegrown thing. Like this was something that was a built-up thing of employees that cared about this stuff, and it's great to see a company one run with that and put some real like wheels behind it, not just say, "Hey, we're going to you know have your green team and you can figure stuff out," but we're not actually going to implement anything. It's really great to see the company invest in this stuff and to actually like make it a part of what they do, but. What I'm hearing even more is this is becoming a part of doing business, which is exciting to me because that's meaning that this wave of, of sustainability is becoming more of an expectation in the market. The historical definition of sustainability prior to people hearing the word ESG was people, planet, profit. This idea that businesses can't just be about making money. You have to think about your stakeholders internally and externally. You've got to think about your communities you got to think about the people that makes this business work. And you got to think about supporting customers in ways that, that are going to help them achieve their goals. And so it's really great to hear that y'all are helping to support that connective tissue there. And I can understand why, why this would be something that would be a big value to y'all. So tell me a little bit about what Yex today is doing in terms of sustainability. Are there any surprising you know, facts or things that you know, employees or customers think about today when they think about Yex sustainability? Yeah, I mean, right now it's a really exciting time because we're in Earth Month, right? So, you know, instead of just celebrating Earth Day on one particular day or even Earth Week, we start April 1 and we start gearing up, uh, dating back to January and Feb, start planning out, uh, utilizing the wonderful, incredible leaders of our sustainability ERG, our workplace and real estate teams, our global bid desk teams, and it's a collective effort. And we ensure that we are educating our teams, partnering with the local communities. As we talked about before we started recording, some really exciting initial, you know, initiatives that we're going to be launching in the coming weeks. So this month uh, in particular, we are going to ensure that we celebrate as much as we possibly can globally, placing an emphasis on planet sustainability and demonstrating the environmental protection that's necessary to make the world a better place. Uh, each of our offices will be celebrating in their own unique way, uh, educating our teams around the importance of reducing waste, which is be super fun. Some really interesting things that our organization has done in recent memory include completing our first carbon footprint assessment with Green Places, shameless plug, right? <laughs> We're gearing up to complete our second. Uh, relatively soon. Uh, we're working closely in partnership with Google to add sustainability attributes to the knowledge graph as in, in built-in fields, right? So there's obviously the component of the employee-led 
community-based types of initiatives, but then there's also utilizing our business for good. Uh, so again, we're working closely uh, in partnership with Google to add sustainability attributes in our knowledge graph as in built-in fields. So Yex customers can now seamlessly sync their information with Google business listings in real time to demonstrate their business commitment to uh, environmentalism. In addition, we can collect sustainability level information about a business, including energy from carbon, carbon free sources, food and beverage info, green services availability, and eco-friendly toiletries, packages, and amenities, just to name a few things. In addition to that, in the past year, we volunteered at local community spaces, including the Lower East Side Ecology Center here in New York City. Uh, we've held a number of employee engagement events uh, at five of our, our global offices, each of them sourcing drinks and light bites from sustainable focused companies on the fun side. Uh, we've also partnered and donated to various programs, including the Rainforest Alliance, Rally for Rangers, Greenpeace, Friends of the Earth, and again, as I mentioned, the Lower East Side Ecology Center, to name a few. In addition to that, we'll be producing our company's first sustainability report this year. So these are all working towards a larger goal, which is to ensure that, for one, our teams know that it is a priority for our business from leadership on down. Secondly, that if folks have an interest in doing better from eco-friendly perspective, that they know there's a company that supports that. That it's not just, it doesn't just have to be a grassroots approach and someone had that someone has as an interest outside of work, but it's actually something that's instituted from a company that they work for, that they can love, that they can thrive in to ensure that they know that this company is actually, you know, walking the talk, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that you mentioned there that I think is really, really interesting to dig in on, and it kind of relates back to that original question of like, what is, what is Yext? A very, very common thing that I hear from businesses and, and from people is why on earth would a tech company do this? Why is this a tech company's responsibility? You know, why isn't this just something that Delta and, you know, steel company and Exxon needs to care about? Why does a tech company do it? And I heard the first piece of this of the employee piece, which makes a ton of sense, but I love this idea that Yext as a business, I think you phrased it as like, how do we use our business to be able to help further this mission? And you're actually going to the step and saying, how can not only how can we respond to what's going on, but how can we actually participate in moving this forward? The point I'm getting at that I think is so interesting is for Yex to say, we're going to make it easier to share and promote sustainability level information to Google, to the world's largest search engine. The impact of that is incredible because now every business in the world, everybody that uses Yext and beyond is going to be able to have an easy way to share what it is they're doing and the hard work that they've been doing to try to be more sustainable. Every person looking for their next place to eat or hotel to stay in, whatever it might be, is gonna have the ability to see and understand and view which businesses are responding to sustainability and are taking part in this stuff and which ones in some cases may not be. And it will influence the way that consumers make decisions. And that can't happen without the connectivity of Yext. And that's actually pretty remarkable as you think about the broad impact that you can create. And so that's what, that's what gets me excited about this is of course, you know, you've got to talk the talk, like you've got to be able to do this stuff yourselves, which y'all are just totally focused on doing. I love, I love the focus on waste because in the tech world, that's a huge deal. And also this idea of taking what you're doing already and moving this forward is going to make your impact 
monumentally larger, which I think is really, really cool. And it's like, it's doing it in a way that only Yext can do it. That's kind of what I love about it. Are you able to share any more details on that of like, like maybe some examples of what sustainability might look like to somebody who's maybe looking for their next hotel to stay in? You know, do you have any examples of what that might look like? For sure. Uh, That's a great question. In real time, just really understanding how the relatively complex nature of the work that Yex does applies in the real in the real world space. So, to your point, if you're thinking about searching for a hotel to stay in in New York City, perhaps, and you're considering a number of factors, and environmentalism is of the utmost importance to you, a simple search based on this company's you know viability and how forthcoming they are with their sustainable practices and the benefits therein, uh, this may be something that simply pops up in a simple search for them. So you can see the type of uh, sort products that they source, if they are sustainability focused, uh, and a number of other environmental causes that they may be involved in, simply by utilizing the X feature and, and ensuring that this information is at the, at the forefront in terms of their listing. And again, we try to make it as easy as possible for our customers to be able to utilize the platform. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about the difficulty around sustainability and again, the very complex nature and the conversation and how very nuanced each of the companies are. So again, making it as frictionless as possible is of the utmost importance. So something as simple as utilizing uh, a couple of fields to be able to insert this data is as simple as, you know, a click of a button here or there. And if that is something that is of the utmost importance to folks like you and I, and that's going to be a determining factor as to you know whether or not you stay at this particular hotel or utilize this particular uh, company, you know I would suggest company utilizing that type of platform. That's amazing. Um, it's funny, like as you're talking through this, I'm I'm thinking in my head a little bit of like, kind of like the evolution of search. You know, the first version of search that I remember was the yellow pages, which my high suspicion is most people listening to this podcast aren't going to know exactly what that is. But that was my first search. And um, obviously, as you've moved on to online and, and search engines, you know, you're looking into things like location, like how close is this to me? You might look into opening hours. You might look into menus. I remember when menus were added into search and you were able to see what somebody would have. You could look at prices, then you could look at reviews and reviews started to make their way into it. And this is like another evolution of that. That's really exciting because it gives consumers more information about what they do. Does that mean that consumers will only go shop at places that are sustainable? No, it it just means that People get choices, and for the history of time, humans have wanted more information about what we purchase and where we purchase it. And I love that Yex is taking this a step further to say, we're going to give you more information to make a decision on the places that you go and the businesses that you frequent, and we're going to help empower the businesses that want to be able to be a part of this change to share that in ways that are honest and transparent. That's amazing. We were we had a podcast that we recorded last last episode with a fast food chain called PDQ, and the interesting thing, and, and I'll tie this back, but it, it it reminds me a little bit of what you're doing here, is he said, you know, for a business like ours, we've been nervous about taking steps into sustainability because we knew that we couldn't be perfect. We were afraid that because we weren't able to dedicate the resources that maybe you know, a Starbucks or a Whole Foods might, um, that we can't 
we can't do this. And we were afraid of taking a step because it wasn't going to be at that level of perfection that we so often kind of want to be at. And he said this decade for us and where we want to sort of fit into this is to basically show that progress is more important than perfection. It's about taking steps. It's about working your way into this. And what excited him about the process that they're working through, which is pretty similar to where Yext is in terms of taking the steps of understanding their emissions because you can't reduce what you can't measure. He said what gets him excited about is the education aspect. We can learn about our footprint. We can learn about our emissions. With that learning, we can help to educate our customers, our employees. We can be smarter about it. And what Yex to me is doing is another continuation of that because now you're educating customers, you're educating people, you're educating companies, you're giving them the ability to take those first steps without the fear of not doing it perfectly. And to me, that's just a great way to partner with folks. I, I think that's I think that's amazing. I, I really think that when y'all look back in 10 years from now, these are gonna be the defining things that that helps make this mainstream and help makes it available to people who otherwise would have been afraid of taking that step. Now they can. Absolutely. What's really important from a personal perspective is just being able to have that visibility and knowing that this information is available. And now it may be something, even if it's not at the forefront, that's going to be a consideration as I make decisions moving forward. You know, in a recent study, Google actually conducted 82% of consumers reported sustainability as a top priority. Wow. When making purchases. purchases 82%? That's, a, that's remarkable. Right. So customers are becoming increasingly eco-conscious, right? And, and that's reflected by the trending search with search terms like recycling, climate change, and sustainability. So we want to make sure that we're accounting for this shift in consumer preferences. So even if someone isn't necessarily making that purchasing decision based on that information, explicitly, again, as I tie that back to my personal journey, it's something that I'm now considering when purchasing said item. And it's going to be the same you know, moving forward into the future as companies need to ensure that they have some level of accountability as it relates to sustainable practices uh, and, and waste reduction in general. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think it's, it's, it's inevitably, it's a way that we make decisions and it's a piece of it. And I think what I'm hearing, which is really exciting, is this is a decision for the first time in a long time can be good for business too. So what better way is to be able to say, hey, we can, we can make decisions that are better for the planet, better for our environments, better for our customers, better for our employees. And it's also a no-brainer business decision to do. And as you start to do those, it, it, it frees up that ability for business, for for-profit businesses to be able to do more of the right things. And that's what we want. If you can align those two things together, you get a world where people don't have to feel like I'm making a trade-off to get there. They actually invest into it. And that aligns those two objectives. And that's 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 amazing. Okay, so just take a quick uh, step back a little bit. You're the head of DEI. How does sustainability intertwine with your role? You know, in DEI, uh, there's a joke that you, you kind of cover everything. And you know, my job ranges, but of course, is not limited to uh, developing company-wide DNI programming, to supporting our employee resource groups, and introducing new programs from a corporate social and responsibility perspective. And that's where it really ties into sustainability. More importantly, we have a sustainability ERG, 
which is like mind blown. And that was honestly one of the key contributors and key factors to me choosing Yext is because you don't really see that in many places. And knowing that not only is there an ERG, but there is an executive sponsor connected to said ERG, there is budget uh, associated with that. And again, there's a mission statement that's tied to uh, all things sustainability here as well. Uh, and how that ties back to my role again, from uh, a CSR perspective, is that ensuring team members of all backgrounds have a space to, to thrive. Where the work really intertwines is through our corporate social responsibility aspect and ensuring that there are spaces for employees of all backgrounds and interests to thrive. Uh, and it's really incumbent on, upon me and us all to challenge where we are and to improve and maximize on those efforts. Uh, in addition, as I mentioned, working closely with each of our seven amazing employee resource groups is extremely fun to me. And it's something that I take great pride in. As I mentioned, our sustainability ERG has done a great job at you know, driving you know, challenges around sustainability, looking to stand up a program and to ensure that we are doing our due diligence as a business to not only create a space in which folks can be educated around sustainability, but connecting with the local communities as well. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I, I love the aspect of, this isn't just like lip service. Like y'all have, have sponsors, you have executive sponsors, you have budget, you have full corporate commitment to putting lasting things into place to be able to address these things, not check the box. I'm curious, you, you know, you mentioned earlier that you're getting a lot of like RFPs from people, meaning when you work with customers or you want to work with customers, they're obviously evaluating the software. They need to make sure it works, but they're also evaluating you on other things. What is that about? Like, why, why are you like, can you talk to me about what does that look like? Who, who are the people that ask that question? How does it come to you? Like, what is the format of it? And I guess from your perspective, why do they care? You know, why they care, I think is the same reason why we care is, is because it's important for us to have a sustainable future. You know, growing up in the 90s, as we've harkened back to a couple of times on this call, it was just, you know, something that was cool. Perhaps if that was something that you were into, businesses obviously weren't prioritizing it. And as we've seen climate change come to the forefront, and we, as we've seen a number of environmental and social impacts uh, play a significant role in our day-to-day -day discussions, it's now become super important, right? And businesses are following suit as well. And I can confidently say every request is variably different. So I work closely with our sales teams, our global bid desk team, and a number of other key contributors around the company globally, quite honestly. And sourcing a repository of questions and requests from various companies to really understand how we can operationalize this thing to ensure that companies are getting the necessary info at first pass instead of needing to piecemeal it. And again, going back to my original point, it's variably different. So right now we're in the midst of uh, filling out our, our first EcoVadis questionnaire survey, which is so vast and covers so much information, which is great for us to do. But a few days before that, someone wanted completely different, different information in relation to our sustainable corporate practices. So it, it variably differs 
which is fun and challenging all in one, but it challenges us moreover to ensure that we are constantly adapting to uh, business requests and what's what the marketplace is telling us. What I've also seen, and I'm sure you probably can attest to it, is that our European contemporaries, uh, more so businesses that we are I've learned business with or looking to, to develop more relationship with are really, really enthralled and really understanding and wanting to know what our practices are, what our stance is, what type of vendors are we working with, uh, what our goals are moving forward, and how we plan to get there. So those are some of the trends that I'm seeing. And this is not specifically tied to one particular industry that we are working with. It spans the gamut, which is fun and exciting to see, quite honestly, because that means that folks at large are paying uh, close attention to this. And now we have to all do our part to ensure that we're up to standard. It's interesting. Um, and, I, and I think it's, it's, it's really exciting to hear that that's um, happening across many industries. And it's, I guess, to, to kind of bring it back, it still feels like this same sort of feeling that people want to know more about what they buy and who they buy it from. And in this case, it's not necessarily the consumer, which obviously Yex is helping with from the distribution of information out to Google and to every search engine available. But it's also for businesses and where they make business to business decisions. If they buy Yex, they buy another product. If they um, host with one company versus another company, if they source from this supplier versus this supplier, they want to be able to understand more about who they work with because it's important to them not just in terms of the product, but also the company behind it and what they're supporting. Um, and it just, to me, it just comes back to this idea of choice and visibility and ability to make these decisions and have transparency. Um, and, and again, I, I get more and more excited about what Yext is doing because you've always been at the center of making information available to people. I mean, always it's been about taking the things that we know about our business and getting it out to the people that are searching and finding and looking for solutions or products or locations or retailers or whatever it might be. And I think y'all are, I think y'all are at a very, very exciting time uh, to be in the business that you're in um, and to be as interested and have the support of what you're doing, because I think you're going to make a massive impact on, on all different sides of this. Um, and I hope, I hope your customers see that. I'm sure that they do. I totally agree with that. And, and it really is an exciting time, you know, uh, upon launching uh, our sustainability program and just trying to get things off the ground, you really try to take a look at where you are in, in comparison to your uh, peer groups, particularly as a software company, right? I, I think back to when we initially launched the relationship with Green Places and we were talking with uh, some of your peers and really trying to get an understanding of, you know, how do we fit into the broader landscape, right? We have six physical locations. We were coming off of COVID, so there weren't really a lot of business travel decisions being made, but yet we still emitted a, a number of, you know, <laughs> things out in the atmosphere, right? So maybe, maybe scope one isn't necessarily a priority, so to speak, but scope two and three are also important. And that's something that we learned in having those healthy discussions and really unpacking the ways in which not only we could utilize what we do as a business to influence others, but more so how we how we view our own business. 
And again, we utilize a number of outside services and suppliers and vendors. So taking uh, a number of other steps and peeling back the onion a bit further to ensure that, again, we're doing our due diligence as a company to not only say, I think our hands are clean. Again, we have very limited space. Most of our team members work remotely on these particular days. So I think we're okay. So, you know, that deprioritizes some of those factors. And uh, again, learning over the past year and change that, again, we all have a role to play. And if you dig deep enough, you'll figure out ways in which you can significantly change the ways in which you are operating as a business. And more importantly, the things that you can do to help to move the needle forward. Mm -hmm. What's interesting, you know, uh, in COVID, for those of us that were operating or attempting to operate businesses through COVID, um, very quickly realized that we are unbelievably connected to every corner of the earth. You know, I, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I remember seeing the outbreak in, um, uh, in Wuhan thinking, gosh, that's never going to get here. And it was like weeks. And I thought to myself, if something can travel that quickly, to where I am, we cannot disconnect ourselves ever. I mean, there's no turning back from the disconnections that we have. And the analogy to sustainability is, is the same thing, as you mentioned. For those of folks that are listening that don't quite know the difference between a scope one, scope two, and scope three emissions, when businesses think about, you know, what are the carbon that we produce from turning on the electricity or burning natural gas, that's, that's your direct emissions. Those are your scope one and scope two emissions. Um, scope three missions is like everything else. It's all the things that wouldn't be here if we weren't here. So it's everything from the computers that we buy to the vendors and service providers that we have. Yext is the scope three of many businesses. They buy Yext products. Yext is part of their emissions. Google, um, obviously from, from data centers and, and being a vendor as well is part of our emissions. So we're all connected through this collective use of what we have. And the most dangerous thing I think when you think about sustainability is this idea that we feel like we're all on an island. And no, no business is an island. No person is an island. Um, we are all connected in some way or shape or form to what we're all doing, which means everyone has to be included. This problem does not get solved if it's Delta Airlines rolling their sleeves up and saying, well, we're going to figure out how to do this. It has to be everybody because they're inevitably going to say, well, we wouldn't fly the planes if people didn't buy the tickets. And if everybody buying the tickets said, well, we don't have any physical offices, then Delta says, well, then we don't need to worry about our plans either. And the same thing is going to happen on the power plant. It says we burn the coal when somebody turns the light switch on. All of this stuff is linked together. And that's why it's just so, so important. And so great to hear companies like Yext, who as just, if you just drill down the business, is a connective tissue of many things between customers and 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 sellers. Um to be able to realize that and understand it and to invest in it, even when, you know, maybe your total carbon footprint from direct emission sources, like you said, six offices is not, you know, inextricably large. You have both a responsibility and an opportunity to be able to move the needle knowing that you're connected to so many places. And I think that's, um, I think that's great. Um, and I, 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 I am excited and hopeful that, you know, people listening to this and people thinking about this will see that in their own business and say, okay, well, how can we play a role? How can we actually change things? And what can we do that's specific to us that other people can't? Um, 
Well, Neil, I, I, I've taken a lot of your time today. I really sincerely appreciate it. As one final question, if there was one thing that you wish Yex customers or employees knew about Yex sustainability, what would it be? Oof. Do you have all day? I, I, I actually do. I, I have, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to answer this a bit multi-layered. If you will. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, because it, it's, it's, it's a bit, uh, it, it's important. I can start with that. It's important to our business. Uh, it's important to our key stakeholders. Uh, and it's important to our employees. And, you know, for one, we encourage our employees to live sustainably, both in and out of the office. Uh, we support our local communities and we engage with local local community environmental efforts. And then we incorporate sustainability at YEX. So we identify and implement specific solutions to help YEX operate in a more environmentally and sustainable fashion. And then lastly, utilizing our platform to help others do just the same. So I know that's not one particular thing, but if we're talking about being a connective tissue of sorts, it's very, very hard to answer that in a simplified manner. Understood. Um, well, I think you did a great job at it. And Neil, thank you so much for your time today. This is great. Um, I'm really appreciative for you to, to take some time out of the out of the obviously very busy day to, to speak on this stuff. Um, thank you for sitting down with us at Open Source Sustainability and I uh, hope you have a great day and, and hope you have a great and successful finish to, to Earthmont. Thank you. Alex, thank you so much. And I hope we can do this again at some point soon. Absolutely. Thank you to Neil for joining us and thank you for listening. If you like this show, please leave us a review and follow this podcast wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. This podcast is powered by Green Places. If you're looking to reduce your company's environmental impact and reach your sustainability goals, visit greenplaces.com to learn more. I'm Alex Lassiter, and I'll talk with you next time on Open Source Sustainability.